What up, podcast people? Welcome to We Just Wanna, a podcast between three friends who are living in the Bay, talking about just about everything and anything. I'm Donna. I'm Carol. And I'm Liana. Now, this episode, we have a brand new topic, which is sports. But before that, I'm going to keep catch up with everyone. How's everyone doing? I'm... I'm doing well. I'm still recovering from my previous surgery that I talked about in the first episode. Um, I'm a, I am having a second surgery next month, so I'm just anticipating for that. So, yeah. Well, hopefully you recover, you know, fast and well to mm-hmm. get back up. I'm pretty much 100% now, um, so I'm just anticipating the second surgery, and then that surgery will probably have a longer recovery process. So, yeah, it's and it's nerve-wracking but also like I'm just ready to get over with yeah let's get it how about you Liana uh I'm doing okay uh I think I've hit a wall this week just because I don't know like I wasn't as productive and I was just kind of feeling meh but I'm just taking it day by day and I hope that everybody out there is healthy and well and just counting my blessings so So yeah positive yes (laughs) How about you, Donna? Um, nothing much. I just reorganized my room, as you guys can tell if you're watching from our YouTube, that I have no more of the three posters. Now it's just a blank wall. Um, now I got a comfy seat behind me, too, but nothing much. Yeah, super bored, staying at home, watching every show I can think of, because there's nothing much like out there to watch anymore. I feel like I watched every single show <laughs> or movie there is in any language. So yeah, definitely missing like watching sports in a weird Ew. way. Speaking of sports, so what do you miss about it? Uh, there's a lot. Like, in the girls' side, I honestly just miss looking at the guys in, like, <laughs> off the fence. in a fan side. I just miss, like, excitement because, like, with things going on, there's nothing really much new, and there's, like, a lot of bad news going on. But sports, you know, kind of brings me back to focusing on one thing and not having to worry about anything else. And, uh, again, looking at the guys, ain't no- nothing bad about that. <laughs> yeah. When's the last time you went to a, a sports game? Um. Well, Liana and I just went to a 49ers game. It was mm. I don't remember if it was like a regular game. I did go to a basketball game at the end of December. And then, yeah, I think end of December was the last time I went, went mm-hmm, to a Warriors mm-hmm. game. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time for for me, at least, since I've been to any kind of sporting game. But I don't really go to any other sports games besides, like, basketball. Yeah. So the reason – okay. And so the reason why we're kind of talking about sports is because sports is actually not, you know, a major topic in the girls' talk table. Like, I don't really – we usually – I usually don't bring it up between me and my friends. Usually it's me and my guy friends. And – but sometimes I also use sports as a way to kind of go into my conversation with guys. But it's nice to, like – you know, talk about it because it's not really much much of a, you know, popular topic. No, yeah, I, I think. Um, <laughs> so, no, I actually am really excited to talk to you guys about sports because I think, for example, Donna, I think you're a whiz at football and basketball, like, you know, all these lingo. And so I kind of want to get educated by you on that. Same here. Um, yeah, because cause I don't want, like, sometimes, like, you know, I hang out with, like, these guys, and, like, they get so excited and pumped up, but I'm over here, like, just eating chips 
(laughs) at the the back of the room or something and I'm just like I'm here for the for the vibe but I also want to like you know maybe play like uh, fantasy football and win some money or something because hey good way to make (laughs) money right there exactly so yeah I'm really excited me too I'm I don't really feel like I know sports well, so just learning from you who watch sports all the time could probably help educate me a little bit, and even our listeners who don't really know a lot about sports. Um, I think this would be a good thing to just kind of know the basics at least, so that way we, when we are in games or watching it on our TV, we at least know what's going on, and we could be able to have conversations with other people about Yeah, almost definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so cool. just right now, I don't watch sports all the time. I watch sports kind of not all the time, but like I can keep up, but sometimes I also don't keep up because um, I get a lot of it from like Twitter, um, sometimes from my brother, my dad, and then some of them, some of them from my friends will text me, hey, did you see this? I'm like, no, then, you know, and then I catch it on YouTube. But when I was younger, I did watch it, and that's because my dad, he would print out like sports articles from his work, and he'd put it in a book. And I like when I'm curious, I'll just read it. I'm like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. And then that kind of got my interest of it. And then I kind of use that, like I said before, as like my segue to talking to like the guys. They're like, oh my gosh, like you know so much about this. And then I'll throw in, yeah, because he's hella cute. And the guys are like, <laughs> oh my gosh. So, but like when I talk sports with guys, I you know I back it up with the stats, you know, knowing my stuff. And then I'll be like, because he's cute. that's kind of like that was kind of like my story into sports but i mean what kind of what sport did you guys want to talk about first let's talk about basketball i kind of know basketball a little bit better but i definitely want to know more and i actually can follow that a lot better than football (laughs) okay so i kind of go with like the basics of basketball so typically in like in a game you can play this by yourself but you can also go up to five people per team that's like kind of like the official thing um there's five positions there's like a point guard shooting guard small forward power forward and a center kind of right now like those positions don't really matter if you're watching like an nba game just because so many players are so versatile and then like if you're playing it within like ourselves it doesn't really matter what position you are as long Mm -hmm. as you have up to five players per team you can kind of like play around so Um, what is the role of each position So I would say the point guard is kind of like the person who makes, who starts to play. So they bring up the ball. They're generally like the shorter player because they can kind of move around the court more. Um, Mm -hmm. They're kind of like the playmaker in in a way. So this, and then there's like a small or sorry, a shooting guard who's basically kind of like a secondhand man to the point guard. Basically their name is just to shoot. Um, mm-hmm. just bringing up the ball and all of that and then there's like a small forward who's kind of like the middleman between like a shooting guard and like one of the taller players um, they're kind of more around like the edges and then the power forward and a center are kind of like your two tallest players um, they kind of generally hang out in the middle block of a basketball court um, that's because they're able to grab like rebounds and all of that hmm so if you don't know what a rebound is, kind of rebound is like when the ball bounces off the court. So <laughs> kind of like different sports things is like you dribble. That's when you're bouncing the ball. Shoes, mm-hmm. obviously, when you kind of throw the ball in the hoop. Um, rebound is when you catch the ball from the backboard. And then assist is when you throw a, the ball to the person who is going to shoot. So if, if oh, I so you're like the pass, second to last to have the ball. 
Yeah, so if I were to pass the ball to Liana and Liana automatically shoots the ball, then I get the assist and Liana got the point. And then if, let's say that I passed the ball to Liana and Liana missed, but then automatically Carol grabbed the ball, then Carol grabbed the rebound. Oh, so it doesn't have to be the opposing team to grab because, you know, sometimes when a player shoots, then like the opposing team would grab the ball. So would they get that rebound? Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Okay. It just hold on, there's an ice cream. Potato. Potato. So I hear it too, so we should stop. <laughs> but it'll go by. My mom's done with class, so the kid was grabbing ice cream. Oh my god! There's like four kids. <laughs> You still hear him? No. Okay. Wait, so where do we leave off? <laughs> I don't you even know asked, when the sound started. You, I think it was during my talk, right? You asked, just ask the question, what's the difference? What does it make a okay. difference if the opposing team, something like that. Okay. Um, so when the, um, the opposing team grabs the ball after the shooter shoot, oh, sorry, go back. Potato. Okay. Um, so if say I was on the opposite team between you and Liana and Liana shoots, but I grab the ball after she misses. So that also counts as a rebound, right? Yeah. So that's kind of like a defensive rebound because you were defending us. Um, and then at that point you have possession of making a basket in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what do these statistics um well like why do they matter why do we have to keep track of assists versus rebound and all that stuff like why does it matter for the scoreboard i mean i think it's more so the main thing is getting you know points in a points for your team that's like the main thing it doesn't really matter who made the points but usually it does matter of like assists and rebounds is for your personal goal um just knowing Uh, how what each player did and so like we were kind of talking about like fantasy football but it's kind of like fantasy basketball at that point where you can see how many team or have which player made the most points, made the most assists, like in their percentage and all of that. Okay. I have a question. Go ahead. What position is Steph Curry? Steph Curry is a point guard. So he was always the one bringing up the ball. He's the playmaker and a great one at that. Let me just say, <laughs> um, but yeah, he's a point guard. Okay. So that also when, means he's shorter to be. Yeah, he's still he's shorter compared to any all the other players. I think he's around six three, and then that's so the ones short. That are short in an NBA. I mean, in the NBA, that's short. Dang. <laughs> yeah. So who typically, the player is right now. <laughs> right now, I know. I think Yao Ming was the tallest player. I want to say I think he was like seven two or something like that. Dang. <laughs> I think, I don't know if it's his name, not Mo Bamba, but there was like another guy who played for the Celtics and he's like super freakishly tall and he's like super young too. Oh, he's wow. top of my head. If anyone knows, put a comment in our YouTube channel so we know. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, I have his face in my head. So the thing is like with everything and anything, either sports or with people in real life, I know they're like their picture or what they look like their face but their names like i cannot like i, I can describe them when he went to college his staff <laughs> his team but you asked me for his name or his number in the back of the jersey i i can't remember for that 
Because you're not looking at him for his jersey or his name. <laughs> you're looking at the bottom of the jersey. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. just kidding. My dad did not teach me that. I'm just kidding. Really I do look at that. She actually likes sports, by the way. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Not because of just the guys. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay, what else should we know, Donna? Tell us. So, if a, if a certain player, like, knocks out a ball, right, outside the court, that's the opposing team automatically gets the ball it's kind of like a back and forth mm-hmm. mm, and then usually in a basket like in a nba game you only have 24 seconds to kind of shoot the ball you have 10 seconds to bring the ball from one side to your side and then you have 24 seconds to actually make a play and that's why I like the game is like typically fast because think about what you can do in 24 seconds, you know, like and how many points you can make in that time or it kind of makes the game more fun for me just because like the, it's much faster um, mm-hmm. compared to like baseball. You know, you can be on the bat like you can be your team can be batting for hella long. Mm-hmm, and then even mm-hmm. for football, you know, you can like take your time. But with basketball, you're you're limited to like a time frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or then the ball goes to the opposing team. Right. Yeah, like, it takes too long. Like, even, um, I don't know if you guys see it in a basketball court, but there's, you know, generally inside the foul line, there's, like, a colored box inside. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not colored in, but there's, like, a little square inside the basketball court. So you can only be in that square for, like, a certain amount of seconds, too. So the players, let's say, typically the, the center and the power forward, they can only stand in that box for a certain amount of period. Because then, at that point, you're just crowding the area, and they kind of want you to kind of move around. So how do the players know how many seconds they have for that twenty four seconds? Do they do they have to like look at the scoreboard a lot or? Yeah, there's usually a shot clock on top of the basketball court. Um, If you're playing like a pickup game, I don't think like people generally kind of look at the time. You can play a pickup game for hours and keep going, Um, but people generally know like you have like thirty seconds to do something. And like if you're okay. if you're to play basketball for such a long time, you kind of have like that time clock in your head, and you're bouncing the ball five, four, three, two, one, and you gotta want to shoot it, and then yeah, kind of like that. That's exciting. I think the yeah. hardest part is kind of like bringing the ball up to your body and having like a shooting form because you know we've always we're in the we're in the Kobe era where we're kind of shooting like Kobe, so mm-hmm. I feel like everyone has a good form at this point now. Cool. So then, so let's say that um, I think Steph Curry is an MVP, right? So then what makes him an MVP? <laughs> he was an MVP. I think this year's MVP was, I want to say Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's what I remember. Yeah. <laughs> he was, no, I, th- I think he's cute. I do. I think he's like our age too. So I'm like, oh, love it. Okay. Um, no, so when, when Steph was MVP, like the sec- his second time being MVP, he was unanimously voted, and I think like that was like a good st- that was a good ending to that to that year, just because that year that team went seventy three and nine, so no other team has won like that much games in the season, and then the first kind of like start of the season they were twenty four and zero, so like imagine playing twenty four teams and you never never losing, like in the NBA that's pretty that's pretty hard, wow. mm-hmm. yeah. It's funny they. they they lost their first game that season to Giannis's team, who is MVP now. Mm. Cool. But yeah, his and then his numbers were pretty good in terms of like his shooting stats, um, the way his efficiency and all of that too. So like when I mean like efficiency, like wherever he was shooting, he kept 
making it in a good way. Like, so there's a, there's a lot more, you know, O's and X's on this chart. So with MVP though, like, is it per team or is it for the whole league? It's for the whole league. Ah. And usually MVP is awarded when the finals are over, right? Because it depends on which team wins or lose. No, not at all. They kind of do it at the end of every regular season. So you're an MVP for the regular season. There's there's also like a finals MVP. Okay. So Steph never won a finals MVP, but he's definitely won like two regular MVPs. Mm. Okay, cool. I actually didn't know that, which is great. (laughs) Nice. So I know that you mentioned Kobe and Donna, I think you were pretty affected by his passing. Um, Do you want to have any words as to how you felt when you first heard the news? Oh man, Uh, when I heard that, I I genuinely cried. I, I don't think I cried so much for like, you know, I usually don't cry for celebrity deaths, but that one really did hit me like a lot just because he really did like, play a part of me growing up that was who kind of embodied like my thinking of not just basketball but kind of like in life how he had that mambo mentality like that generally kind of put me through you know my life till today and basketball was such a big part of my family like we that's a a topic that we all preach about we all played it middle school going my sister did in high school and all that but um I always cried every time they played like old games when I saw like Instagram posts um at one point I even wrote like kind of like a short I guess short story mm. about like Kobe's passing because because not like him just passing but the, like, you know the thought of his daughter you know his friends her his daughter's you know co or play like teammates and all that um mm. kind of see if I can pull it up and I, rem- I remember I titled it um, Why I'm a Fan and like the reason why like why I became a fan of basketball but like and everything else too and I kind of in that kind of podcast or not podcast sorry that short story I kind of talked about each person who passed away too so like why Kobe inspired me why Gianna and her teammates inspired me why her parents why their parents inspired me why the pilot inspired me and Oh my gosh, it was like the most, whew, it's coming back to me, but it was kind of like such a surreal moment because you would never think about it, you know, and how fast kind of like life hits you in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I first heard about it, I was like, is this real? Like, is this true? Because I read Mm -hmm. it through an article or like people reposting on Instagram and I was just like, I don't know if this is real but then like more people started posting it about it and I was just like oh this is this is real mm-hmm. yeah it definitely felt surreal because I think when I see when I see Kobe like he's this giant muscular like Iron Man in a way where he just yeah. seems so invincible mm-hmm. and yeah and I think I mean I I just remember when I was growing up people were throwing like paper to the trash can always yelling Kobe but I never follow basketball so even from an outsider like myself like I knew how big of an impact that he had on the world Mm -hmm. and to kind of think that even Gianna was in that helicopter and it was other families as well and it breaks your heart so yeah yeah (laughs) it was just more for like his respect for his passion like the way he drove his competitive nature and all that kind of like instilled in me and I, I loved watching that you can see like 
the the passion in his eyes when you're playing when you when you watch it and seeing him live because I did watch see him play you know live and just the way his energy kind of lifted up the whole gym was kind of crazy it was against the Warriors too but it was just just watching it I was like what the heck this guy has so much like power energy and I love that so even like Gianna watching her like highlights in her in like all the videos of her she she was a beast too she was going up there and I definitely can see like she would have had like the biggest impact in the WNBA today and I think with her passing it didn't meet, leave a mark on what the WNBA could be with all the other players coming all right up. so Donna I have a question um another sport that I'm interested in is actually football I know we went to a game together and you were just like spewing all these facts I'm like how the freak does she know but <laughs> So let's say I'm in a scenario and I got invited to a football game on a date. Like, what should I know to kind of keep the conversation flowing? Honestly, okay, just pick a team and root for that team no matter what. That's like the number yeah. one rule. Like, don't hop on both teams. If one is losing, <laughs> let them lose. If, the other, if your team is winning, let them win. Like, do not bandwagon. That is the first thing you should not do is don't bandwagon the team at all. Just pick one team whatever team you want and then just keep rooting for them batter batter good batter good okay Um, Niners is my team 49ers is my team. yes okay um and then what else so yeah I would say pick that team and then stick with it um so I guess in football it's kind of it's kind of harder to kind of follow um there's generally 12 players in each team um in the offensive team there's like the quarterback line quarterback running back you know the offensive line um and then in the defensive side there's like defensives safeties and all that and so I'm not really you really don't have to know like each position just know that each there's 12 players um usually the faster ones are in the back because they can kind of cover a lot of the oh, field okay and then like, kind of like the bigger heavier guys are always always in the middle because because they act as kind of like the wall to protect um, and then it's kind of hard to follow the ball just because they can be throwing it. Sometimes even when I'm watching it live, like I have no idea if the quarterback is going to like kind of run the ball through the field or who's going to throw the ball. Like I'm still confused on that part. Um, but mm. yeah, just try to, so usually just follow the ball. That's what I do. Follow the ball. You don't look for your players, just follow the ball. And then okay. if you're watching a game live, you can kind of like, if you are kind of looking around and not at the ball, you can see players, you know, running around and you can kind of like, oh, assume where the ball's going to go. And it's kind of fun, like trying to guess where that ball is going to go. And I've done that before. I'm like, oh, this guy's running, you know, a special thing. I think he's going to throw it to him. And then he throws it. I'm like, oh, my God, I just called the play. And then he <laughs> find it so, so impressive. I'm like, yes, eyes on the field, baby. <laughs> okay. Cool. And so you know how like they like th- with football like they barely can run the yard before getting tackled and and getting timed out. Like I always get so confused. I'm like, what was the purpose of that? Why can't they just run around the group? Does that make sense? <laughs> it no, just no, depends I... on the person who has the ball, right? Exactly. Like what they, where they want to run and they try to get away as much as possible, but there's exactly. someone chasing after them. So you know, uh... I still find it so like. You know, I'm so confused. Why Why can't they just throw the ball? Like, just throw the ball as fast as, as far as you can. If someone catches it, then God bless. If they don't catch exactly. it, then damn, right? <laughs> no, I still, I still question it. But I think that's just because they want to utilize the field. So it's like the game of inches. So sometimes 
it's not like the same as basketball where your only objective is to score the ball. Yes, that's true for football. You just have to go to the touchdown area, but you, it's kind of like the game of inches where you have to do it in increments if you can. So in one play, you have to move at least 10 yards. So usually generally they only kind of run the ball in the middle if they only have a few more inches left, because if you throw the ball, you're kind of putting it more in a gamble as composed as compared to mm. someone running the ball through. And even mm. then I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, I don't know what they're going to do. So usually if they're running the ball inside, I mean, they're trying to grab like a few more inches compared to football. They're trying to cover as much like grass as they can. Yeah. Mm. So okay. how many, I guess, rounds for each, I guess not rounds, but plays. Do um, There's the four, four plays. Have? Four. Okay. So if the, if the team doesn't like, let's say like they're, it's called down. So first down, second down, third down. By the third down, if they can't reach, um, you know, amount of yards, then the other team gets the ball. Oh, so it's the third down, which is the fourth round, right? Yeah. Or is it? Yeah. Okay. Does that make Got sense? Kind of, yeah. Mm. Okay. So then in terms of like, a team getting a touchdown how come it's like seven points rather than like in how in basketball it's like three or two I have I still have no idea why like the point conversion is like that I know Uh for sure like if you were to run like a regular play that's six points and then when you do like a field goal so when someone the kicker kicks the ball to the goal post that's considered one point but let's say so the player has you know a team has the uh, option of making seven points or they can make uh, they can make eight points too so mm. they can do like a regular play at six points but if they run the ball again and not going through the goal post then they can convert it to two more points mm. so let's say they you know they were running the whole thing and they made a touchdown at that point the coach can decide whether they want to kick the ball in the goal post or if they ru- if they want to run another play and i'm gonna make it two points mm. and that's kind of like harder because you know make like again it's like a game of inches and even moving an inch is pretty hard so Mm. sometimes it's easier to just kick the ball in because like no one can really block it unless you have like a really tall ass or or fast you know guy blocking the blocking the ball so if you're watching a football game on tv you know how like there's like an imaginary line where the team is and then there's like a number what does that number really mean that's um how many the downs and then the yards left they have to cover so if it's kind of like if it says first first and seven that means they have to their next down is at the seventh mark or the seventh more seven more yards oh to get to the touchdown line to get to the another down if it's if they're already near the like touchdown area they call it goal so they call it like first and goal second and goal because they only they only have the goal area to kind of move towards now but like, let's say if you're, if you're first down and second down and it's 10 yards and they only move like three more yards, that means it's second and seven because they have seven more yards, yards to reach it and they have, they're on like their second try. Oh, oh, so that's why there's like actual lines in the football field. And then if they pass that certain line, then that will tell them how many yards there is left. Yeah. So there's usually like on the outside of the field, there's like two people standing holding like what down they're in and how many yards they have to go through. Okay. Yeah. I may have repeated my question by asking that question, but it's fine. 
All right. And so Donna, I have a question in regards to like, I know they say that the quarterback is the most important position and I can kind of know, see why, because he, he sees the field and he sees who's open and he throws the ball. So what else should I know in terms of like, like, how do I know that the game is being played well by my team? Like they're strategizing really well, their defense is good and their offense is good. Um, so it's kind of like saying, was it a good throw or was it a good catch? So usually generally if the area the quarterback is throwing to, like let's say you have a box right in front of you, if the quarterback is kind of hitting that box where the person who's catching and doesn't have to make, you know, great strengths or move, you know, a lot of moves, mm-hmm. and then your mm-hmm. quarterback did it, made a good throw. But let's say your quarterback, you know, the spiral wasn't hitting well, but then the catcher or the receiver caught it, you know, ha- side of his body or on top of his head and it was a good catch because then he had to make some effort to make you know that Mm. throw look good so that's what I kind of see it as like um your quarterback does make like the biggest difference because they're the one who has to generally hit the target um and then the receiver usually catches the ball and then they kind of run with the ball too I see okay cool and they're really um valuable too right so that's why like when a quarterback gets a sack everybody's like oh shit yeah right? no i feel like what is a are sack the... the sack is when you kind of like like how do you explain it when they're hugging you down and they're pushing you down when they kind oh. of tackle, tackle you down there you go that's a sack okay. um they only count the sacks towards like the offensive linemen or the ones or the linebackers um, they're the ones who get called out for sacks because there's only like specific players who can defend or who can grab the quarterback in a, in a way. Um, yeah, I would say like they're most valuable just because they have to make the decision of whether or what to do and what to, and where to go in a way. Mm, but isn't that kind of like decided before um, each? Oh, I guess not because they don't have a timeout every time. Cool. I mean, I, I, so like in honesty, I just love going to Super Bowl parties. I just love going to like watch basketball with like spinach and artichoke dip. Like that's my go-to appetizer. Yes. So like, yeah, I totally miss just gathering and just having fun. And like, you know, even if I don't get the game completely when I, when I see my team just scoring, like that's yeah. like you said, Donna, just just focus on that. So, because there are times where like you can it can be like super you know stagnant of the of the energy, and then one thing like a play can happen, and everyone's like super jumped and super excited, and I, I kind of miss that part where everyone gets like surprised and jumping at the same time. I love that. Like whether it's yeah. basketball or in a shooting, like you know a last minute shot, or like even football or hockey where they kind of score it out of nowhere. I'm like, oh my god, I love that. That's what I. That's what I do miss the most. Yeah. The excitement yeah. in a way. I'm really sad that next month is the NBA finals month, usually every year, and we're not going to have <gasps> yeah. that. Damn. Even though I don't follow the regular season that well, like I would always go to a restaurant or try to watch every finals game just to yeah. like, follow it. And, and see even the then, best like, two teams. <laughs> 
living in the bay like i don't know if you guys saw but like for the past decade you know there was always like a bay team who was in the finals or something so it was a good way to kind of like celebrate and have fun in a way and you know yeah. go crazy and go ham just an excuse to party really and then that's what i love about <laughs> it and that's what i miss like the whole bay area gathering together drinking together and just yelling together like oh i, I love know. that especially like being in college when the warriors were winning it was like one of the best moments of my college career because the warriors you know took a lot part of that I went to a lot of games and that kind of made it so much fun with my friends and everything like that yeah everyone yeah, was so same. hype <laughs> good same. excuse to party <laughs> that's probably why I got into basketball a little bit more is because like the Warriors kept winning and then I was like oh well this is supposed to be my team because I'm from the bay so I always felt the like interest to watch it yeah, and anything just to represent your hometown, you kind of feel like it's part of you, you know, you represent it too. You get to wear the same colors and all that. Like, it's like right in your backyard. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, so since we're kind of talking about games, I was kind of, in my head, I was kind of thinking about what's your dating game like? Like, what's mm. your playbook, y'all? Because <laughs> a girl could use some pointers wink same here (laughs) so um yeah I mean I like okay so let's just say how do you guys know when a guy is interested in you or like do you have any favorite pickup lines or like a, a really favorite way for a guy to approach you and you're like okay he has game he's smooth he knows what he's doing in a way, it's kind of where, like, their energy, like, you can feel it when, they, when they're when they putting, like, the effort towards you or making mm-hmm. it about you. I feel like, ooh, they got me. Like, the butterflies are there. Um, especially, like, if there's, like, a topic we're talking about and then, he'll like, they'll compliment me. Like, even though it has nothing to do with me, but they'll compliment me some way. I'm like, ah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> um, I'm kind of similar to that way. It's it's really about the energy and like how they can carry on a conversation with you. Cause if they're interested in you, they'll try to find some middle ground to um, get you interested and notice them. Um, so it's definitely the energy, how they make an effort to have a conversation with you. And um, even just to carry that conversation with you and try to um, meet you in that middle ground. So. Yeah. Totally agree. I mean, I guess I can give you the context of like what makes a guy stand out in dating apps for me. So for example, like, like I would get likes, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. That's, that's nice. But when a guy actually messages you and then you know how like, for example, on Hinge, like you put multiple pictures. So I kind of look at like, does he, did he like my first picture? Because does that mean that he was just kind of swiping right? continuously and like not really paying attention to my profile so when a guy actually kind of comments on my prompts first of all what I said and then maybe he comments on my last picture so that means he scrolled all the way down and then if he messaged me and say hey Liana like you seem really cool I'd like to get to know you like something simple like that where I just knew that he wasn't just swiping that kind of stood out for me or like he kind of do like a witty response to like like I, I put like oh I love dunking my french fries in a strawberry sundae I don't want to be wrong when if that's I don't want to be right if that's wrong and yeah then, you know like and he's like oh shit like that's gross but I'll try it or like like something <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I think that stands out for me. So, but yeah, of course, like if it's in person, like I can, I think we pre, we can catch vibes pretty quick and yeah, see if a guy is genuine or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, live or in apps, like if he notices something, then 10 points. I remember one time I put on my, I think I was on, on Tinder for a moment, like on my bio, I wrote like, Clay Thompson's unavailable. So I guess you're next. And like, and, <laughs> and, and, and like my pictures has nothing to do with sports, but that was my bio. And like, I was getting, you know, responses because guys put that in. They're like, oh my God, you're so funny. Like, oh, you like sports. I'm like, ah, like they're really good. They notice. <laughs> They took notice, but I also thought it was pretty funny how, like, I kind of threw in my favorite player, and that was kind of, like, my gateway, like I said before, how sports can be, like, my gateway to talking to the guys. So I'll be like, oh, Clay Thompson's unavailable. I hope you're next or something like that. I remember how that was, like, my favorite, like, way to kind of putting myself out there in a way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, a long time ago when I was on dating apps before my last relationship, I like had Marvel on my like bio and then that would be the one thing that guys would keep like asking me about like, oh, who's your favorite character? Or they would like say, oh, did you watch the latest Marvel movie? And then, yeah, but I don't know, like even when they would ask, when when I know they read my bio and they ask me something based on my bio, like, I've never really like felt interested to yeah. like say something back, even though they're the ones who say something to me first. Um, and it just could, it could be a variety of reasons. It could be just like, I was in the right mindset or I was just being on dating apps just to swipe and stuff, but I don't know. I haven't done that in a while. I see. Okay. Let's turn the tables now. Like, let's say like there's a guy that you're interested in. What's your flirting move like do you is this live or is this like dating apps is this like we're at a bar we're at we're watching a sports game together we're at what's that place called um (laughs) what's that what's that chicken place in san jose downtown san jose chicken place chicken place like everyone goes there to watch like games oh um sj bar no (laughs) it's it's an sj staple y'all People go there to Apparently watch oh, smoke eaters. Smoke eaters, yes. Oh, smoke eaters. Okay, yeah. back, Liana. Anyways, <laughs> hey, let's say let's put ourselves in a scenario where you know you're holding down the table for your friends and you're holding your beer and some guy approaches you. What's your? How do you give him the green light? What's your go play? I just kind of like do the shoulder thing. Like, oh no, I love that. <laughs> I do. I flip my hair a lot, but you know, I flip my hair where my bangs are. So you know, I usually flip my hair on top. But if I'm giving the guy green light, I flip my hair on the bottom where my shoulder is, <laughs> kind of like that. Like I'll give him the I'm not interested. Well, listen to you, kind of like opening my ears. <laughs> Let me hear you what you what you gotta say. But like let's say platonically, I'll put my if I don't like you, you know, I'll flip my hair on top. But if I like you, I'm flipping my hair to the side. They're not gonna, gonna notice. They <laughs> notice. That is my go-to play where my I flip my hair. On the bottom of my hair compared to my top that's that is my sign well that's my friend's sign so if my friends wow. are coming by and then if i do have a hair flip on top that means okay donna i'll you know come in to save you but if it's oh. like oh homegirl got a conversation going on oh <laughs> my god noted yeah, i wouldn't have known noted too i wouldn't have known either i don't have any wow, signs thanks. in mind <laughs> <laughs> we're not yet i generally think like Flipping my hair is my like 
oh, I'm listening or I'm not listening, you know. What the fuck? Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. I, it makes sense. But like, but it's very happening, subtle. Right. Exactly. So yeah. In front of me, I'm like, yes or no, Donna? <laughs> like, <laughs> blink, blink twice or something. Um, okay, it's kind of cool. like your, your shoulder thing where like it's one of my shoulders and talking with wait my Liana hair. your shoulders like you go like this way no I How just like if he's next to me I'd be like oh hi like oh and I just kind of tilt my head a little bit and then so he can see my eyelashes because I'm batting it <laughs> <laughs> okay batting my your eyelashes is kind of like me flipping my hair like, I, got, <laughs> I got something to say oh I think for me, I would have, well, you know me, I'm like a loud laugher and I laugh like, like this, but then like, yeah. it, it's a, it would have to be a combination of me laughing really loud and me like touching the guy's arm. Yes, touch. I try to be like, oh, you're so funny. Yeah. Well, it's a could, combination. Are- it's not just laughing because I laugh like this normally, so I would do this with anyone, but it's like a la- combination no disclaimer you guys both touch people when you laugh like girl or guy you guys both are always hitting people when you laugh that's true oh but yeah i can see i can see you guys both doing it a little more like in a flirtatious way where you're you know i think if i'm doing it more often in a short period of time then yes but then like when i laugh i just laugh i don't really like touch people when i laugh especially when when you're laughing with your friends, friends you're like punching them yeah. And then with the no, guy, I'm you're like, punching them if someone's touches. making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. can't with you both. I mean, okay, so for me, I just kind of like think like, okay, be feminine. Channel all my feminine goddess right now and be like, ah, yes. Uh-huh. Like, I get softer. Like, you you know, like, I get so rough. Like, Donna, like, I know with you, like, I'm like punching you. Be like, stop. Yes. Or like, <laughs> yes. I'm like, ah. <laughs> But if I like you, like I'll make sure, like, like hey, or I don't know. It's so so I you're know. softer when you're flirting because I get louder and like more like touchy, not touchy, but like more like willing to touch you or like when I'm flirting. That's fine okay. too. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because yeah. we're both Leos. <laughs> Cause you, well, you guys know how like aggressive I am, right? So like, if I if I'm flirting with a guy, I I get hella soft. Like I'll go, really? on the hee hee hee. It's been a, it's been a bit a minute, but like yeah, like, oh, <laughs> I won't I won't I won't make fun of them as much as I usually make fun of people. Because you know how I usually kind of like tease you guys. So like the teasing will be cute, but not like too much where I'm bashing and hating on like he'll like, like roasting. <laughs> yeah, like I'll keep the roast to a to a minimum at that point. Right. Yeah, no, I will tease. But this is someone you already kind of know a bit to tease them, right? Or is this like stranger, like no strangers too? So if I know if I notice something and I'll be if he said something weird, I'll like I'll tease him about it, like that's and I'll be playful with that in a way. Mm, Interesting. I miss flirting, guys. (laughs) I miss flirting too. I actually do miss flirting. Oh. The good old days. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like even like you don't even get to like work working from home, you don't get to see anyone besides the same four screens, five screens that you're, <laughs> you're talking to. You can't even look cute. No. 
Exactly. I put makeup on for this podcast and that was, that's the highlight of my week, literally. So. <laughs> You're welcome. On this hat for this podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So what is the best pickup line and the worst pickup line you've ever gotten? Either in person or on dating apps? I don't know what the... myself. I have like... When I went on a Bumble date, I remember him. It was like, it was so weird. But at the end of it, like what turned me off is that he said the N word and he's not like he was an African-American. Yeah. And then he said, yeah. it. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm out. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> can I talk to you? Like, it's so smooth. And then he hit me with the, he hit it with the N word. I'm like, bro, not, not your culture, not your word. Like, don't, don't, don't say it. <laughs> oh but he was cute though what a what a turn off oh yeah i mean right now the one one-liner that i've seen that's like consistent i was like y'all need to get creative but he's like someone take me out before the covid does <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my oh, god but there's like three or four guys already that i saw who said the same shit and i'm like bro Come on. You can I yeah, think they I saw mean, it on I'm an, an IG post. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> There's a lot of COVID-related pickup lines. It's actually kind of sad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, if a guy oh. asks me out to go hiking, um, let's go. I would love to do a nature walk. Get yes. out of the house. Yes. And Six that's, feet that's away. quarantine. Nature yeah. <laughs> Before, though, isn't that more like a um, serial killer type of vibe? You're like, oh, fuck, like, it's just two of us hiking in the middle of nowhere. But now it's like, oh, that's romantic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to see me huffing and puffing going up the damn hill, like, that's good, too. <laughs> or you're because you're sweating, so it's, like, all nasty and stuff. And I can't oh, touch glistening. you. Yeah. Glistening. The highlight of <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time since I've done anything in that nature. It's so weird. Oh, I just, oh, go ahead. No, I just thought of a pickup line. I think this guy was Vietnamese. So if you're Vietnamese, you might get this. But he's like, "Hey, you like coffee?" And then I was like, "Yes or no?" And he's like, "If you say yes, he's like, do you do you want me to be your cafe sir, daddy?" Because does that mean? Because because Vietnamese coffee is cafe soda and so oh do you want him to be your cafe so daddy oh my gosh how would you have understood that if you're not vietnamese or don't know vietnamese yeah i guess he was just shooting a shot in the dark but i I loved it i was like hey what's up (laughs) that means means he was paying attention to who you are like he's you know he may be recycling that pickle line, but he catered it to who you are. Like, pay attention. <laughs> love that. Okay, I love that. Yeah. I think there was one time I was mentioning to him, another friend of mine, oh, like, I started cooking. And then he's like, I just remember some guy, he, he pulled up. I kind of knew him too, but he kind of said like, oh, since you do a lot of cooking, let me cook for you one day. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> Pick up! Pick up! <laughs> yep, yep, yep. To go! <laughs> Yeah, I love a like, guy when he cooks. <laughs> See, that was just not a, not necessarily like a pickup it. line, but like a line that got my attention. I'm like, ah, yes, we love that. <laughs> yes, you cook. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Mom, that's a good thing. Snacks are good. 
Meals are good. <laughs> my mom's listening. Those are good. My family for listening. Those are good things. Okay. Well, fun fact. <laughs> oh, did you know that bananas are curved because they grow more towards the sun? Um. Well, I have like, like this lightweight, dirty, <laughs> lightweight, dirty mind. You know, when you're thinking of banana, you think of something else, and then them curving. <laughs> <laughs> when they get excited oh yeah <laughs> going towards the sun all right okay going carol fun fact fun fact that was pretty much it like they grow against gravity which makes which gives the banana the familiar curved shape oh yeah is there a term for like plants that grow towards the sun um i the 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 process of it growing towards the sun is i i don't know if this is the right phrase but it's uh, in my notes it says negative geopricism but i have think have you guys that, ever seen like a banana tree i yes. have not not in person oh, wait maybe it's plantain is plantain in the same family as banana yes yes plantains <laughs> are basically like ov- either overripe bananas or like <laughs> They're just they're generally softer. like yeah, and they're kind of yeah. bigger in a way. Actually, fun fact for me, I don't really like plantains. Why? But, but you like bananas? Yeah. I do like bananas. I think it's the texture, because like for plantains, they're a lot softer and they're fried, and yeah. like I don't really like bananas fried. That's why, like, if bananas fried in like ice cream sundays, I don't really. Oh my god! But if it's just normal bananas in the ice cream sundae, I'll eat it. Like you can tell in a banana sundae if this was a plantain or a banana. I think so. What? That's we cool. gotta test her one day. We just gotta test yeah. her and not tell her. Okay, I'm down. Like, this whole <laughs> COVID thing is over, and I can go out again. We'll send it over to your house. I know. Like, oh, Carol, is this no. a plantain or a banana? <laughs> I've seen I've seen um plantains in Safeway, which is fine. Uh, it's no, like an exactly. Asian market. Oh yeah, uncultured. Go out, go back to your <laughs> go go somewhere else to look at a plantain. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. For my regular grocery shopping, but I don't really go to Asian markets that much. But sometimes I do for my Asian snacks. Dude, I think I'm the opposite. I don't actually go to Safeway a lot. That's because they're just more expensive. <laughs> I just go to Asian yeah. markets, Safe Seafood City or H Mart or Costco. But yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you, guys. See you guys next Wednesday. We just wanna. We just wanna. We just wanna. Wednesdays. Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Bye, guys. Bye.